Welcome to another edition of Philly Sportscast with your hosts, Derek. Dave. And E-Money. And we're happy this week. We were sad last week. We're happy this week. And we have a lot to be thankful for. Don't we, fellas? No. What are we happy about? Evan exactly. just took his earphones off. Why did you take your earphones off? <laughs> they just don't work. Oh, they don't work? They're not what? working at all? Let me jiggle the little thing here. No, it's all good. Let's not play. Let's not play. I can't hear anything. It. Now. The mic starts oh, really? sparking. How about now? Yeah. Okay. So what I think is good about Philly sports is the fact that we have everything to bitch about. When we, when it's not like you don't have anything to talk about. You have McNabb not going to press conferences, trading to Minnesota. Okay. You have Andy Reid having faith in the surgical staff or the training staff, and Donovan McNabb is pissed off at them a little bit. You have the Flyers. You have Mama McNabb saying you don't appreciate my son. My, yeah, that, that whole thing. I mean, I'm just trying to see. There's always something to talk about. Jeff Garcia on Leno saying, you know what? I'm going to test free agency. Yeah, why not? You know? really should. And you have the Phillies. You got the Phillies. Utley getting married. Yeah, big extension. Big deal. Yeah. Chase Utley's going to be here for a little while. It's nice. Good infield. So what else we got? I mean, I'll, we can Good end night. This, we can end this right now. Yeah, I'll, I'll talk to you guys next week. Everybody what have do we got? Week. I actually tr- I uh, went to the uh, bought the paper today. Opened up the sports t- sports page. I didn't read one article. Not one article. You're not too interested in um, Dumphy going back to to Penn. Penn getting Temple beat. Penn getting beat by Deuce. That's how, they're digging pretty deep. They got well, nothing. Big Five basketball is a big thing in this town. So the Inquirer should, should yeah. You know what? That's three pages in. That's not first page not, stuff. I don't know. I, I disagree with that. I disagree with that. However, that's not something we usually talk about. Though. I gotta ask I mean, you. I gotta you ask Dave a serious question though. Use the All Star game was last night. <laughs> yep, on a Wednesday. Tuesday, and Wednesday. Ridiculous. And our what private, are they trying to do? Well, in our private conversations, I was telling you money again. I, I don't appreciate when you guys <laughs> talk about sports behind my back. The NHL, for some reason, believes they get a better rating during a weekday on a Wednesday. Yeah, like a Tuesday, Wednesday night because they had the. Um, skills competition on Tuesday, the game on Wednesday, that they would get better ratings. And I was saying, Evan, it doesn't make sense when there's no football on. This is the first week in 21 weeks, considering preseason, that there's no football games on, and they just don't take advantage. I mean, they used to take advantage of it. They don't take advantage of this this year, saying, hey, we're going to put our guys on primetime on Sunday at 3 o'clock. Come watch them. Nothing so, at all. I guess the powers that be at the NHL have not heard of this little phenomenon called American Idol. So they decided <laughs> to go against those two th- go against the Tuesday, Wednesday, American Idol powerhouse. I mean, I thought the, as I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a casual observer at best, right? right? So I'm like, oh yeah, the All-Star game is next week. The All-Star game is next week. However, I, and I, it wasn't on, it wasn't on a Saturday or Sunday. It was on the Tuesday and Wednesday, which totally blows what I thought was going to be cool about it because they, they finally targeted right in the bye week of the NFL. Right. It was perfect timing, but they put it on a Wednesday night. What channel was it on? Versus. That's most it was of the on general. OLN? Yeah. Or well, o- no, Versus. OLN? And Versus just came out with an HD version of it. So It was on HD. Was it any good? The All-Star game? Yeah. It's an All-Star game. It was 9 to 12, I think. So, well, yeah, the over I would was say 25, 12 to 9. I took 12 9. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's an All-Star game. It is what it is. The skills competition was pretty cool. You get to see some of the players out there doing neat okay, things. Okay, I'm just trying to figure out what the NHL is thinking. I, dude, I agree with you. I don't know why you put it on a Wednesday night at 8 o'clock when you have all day Saturday, all day Sunday to really try to hit these people when there's no sports on. They're like triple struggling, aren't they? They are struggling. Reebok just put tons of money out. And as we say, uh, nothing. As we say about American Idol, I know they're really trying to hit Canadians. More Canadians probably watch it. Canada and Hockey Night is huge up there. They have hockey every night up there. So I don't know if they're really worried about American Idol. And the people that are probably watching American Idol won't watch hockey if it's on Saturday anyhow. 
Yeah, but their wives will watch it, or their their sons or daughters will watch it, and you have to be relegated to the smaller TV, right, Dan? Dan knows about the smaller TV. Yeah, hey, so I have you, a 51-inch TV, but the 19-inch TV in my house is yeah. perfect for me. But that's what I'm saying. Like, they're relegated to that to the Ninja TV right. in their house, where they, you know, normally the All-Star game, I mean, not even five years ago, the, the NHL All-Star game was something that was on ABC. Oh, Saturday prime was, time on a Saturday. Saturday was always the shootouts and stuff like that. Well, that's I always a, looked forward I'm to I'm assuming Sunday NBC said we don't want to, NBC has the weekend. Rights like they do. But I'm talking about. Remember, ABC is right, no, had no. the package, right? And Fox had it at one time. But oh, that's right. I'm assuming when NBC oh. bought it, they said we don't want to put that on. We can get. They have that oh, two NBC, yeah. head, heads poke heads up poker or whatever. Would have been on a weekend if it was on on a major network, right? All right, I'm just trying I to mean, figure out. On. Well, this is one of the major sports in North America, and it's just well, get, it's starting anymore. to dwindle. It's not. It's not anymore. Well, after that strike, it really has yeah, gone I mean, down. It is building its way back they can't, up. It can't even. No, no one even wants to put it on their station. All right. OLN Comcast saved the day a couple of years ago, and that's what they're hoping. Though guys like Ovechkin, guys like Crosby, right, going to bring it all back. These all guys the, are all yeah. the uh, rule changes just just for scoring points because people want to see points. That's what uh, they want to see. They want to see goals. Yeah. Well, you know what? I agree. Not with me. It. Okay. So let's talk about what did I, happen. I want to see uh, shootouts on Saturday night. When I'm drinking my beer. I go. What's that's, on? I'm, I mean, me being a very big hockey fan, I was very disappointed that it was on Wednesday night. It was in the middle of the week. It's just like, come on, you got to be kidding me. I, I'm, I'm not going to stay up until 11 o'clock to watch the end of the game. Got to go to work the next day. I'm not going to be boozing. Do I mean, it at if three they're, gonna, if they're struggling as a uh, as an NHL, then they're not doing. They're not making the right moves to get out of that hole. Right. They're going to put it on a Wednesday night. They're basically already conceding. You know, we lo- oh, you know what? Let's just throw it on a Wednesday night because we don't want to spend the money. Well, OLN is saying we want to put it on a Wednesday night because we don't have any other programming, so we're going to do that. and We're not going to sacrifice our weekend programming for it. But also. I'm assuming though they would probably look into this and say, okay, a Tuesday, a Wednesday, a Thursday has more of a drawing power than a Saturday at three o'clock because maybe families go out and do stuff that day. I'm not sure the TV ratings. Every TV show that's in the top ten is Monday night, Tuesday night, Wednesday night, Thursday night. It's not Saturday afternoon. You don't get that big draw like Derek said. American Idol that's Tuesday, Wednesday. Survivors Thursday. I I know this isn't sports, but these are the big shows. Maybe that's what they were going with. Like this is when the most people watch TV. Is at eight o'clock on a weekday, and so I'm going to tune in the OLN. Well, I'm not just saying OLN; it doesn't matter. Just because none of the big ABC, CBS, NBC channels want to carry it doesn't mean you know okay, it's not well, going to go to a lot okay, of people. There's four major sports in the United States, right? Okay, there's a All Star Game. Okay, one's baseball's All Star Game. On a Tuesday it's night, July, right? Okay, so it's a Tuesday night. I mean, baseball knows what you can't doing. compare the two. Well, we can. It's an all-star game and a major sport. That's all I'm saying. That's all the comparison I'm doing. Baseball is huge. Football is huge. Hockey was never huge. I'm just saying. I'm not saying what they did was right. I agree with you. I think it should have been on Saturday. But these guys had to look into it and say, you know what? More people watch TV on the weekend or the weekdays than they do on the weekend. There's more time spent. Three-hour periods. Okay. Okay. All right, all right. Let's talk about what happened. Did happen over the weekend, which was two NFL games. Number the first game, Saints Bears. I don't know whether it was the Saints didn't come to play or the Bears are this that good, but horrible. It was horrible. It, it was horrible. It, I just didn't see the Saints doing what they were supposed to do on offense. And I saw what the Bears were barely minimum doing on, on Indeed, defense. Yeah. Proved my theory wrong. I kept saying that the Saints were going all the way because the NFL is fixed. So I was a little shocked to see that the Saints did not make it to the Super Bowl to make more money for New Orleans during the whole Katrina relief for the last year and a Turnovers, half. Turnovers, man. 
can't can't make turnovers. Turnovers, right. turnovers will kill you in the because NFL. I'll tell you what, Rex Grossman didn't win that game. Oh. He is absolutely horrible. Although I will say the Bears running backs did do very well. Both of them did very they ex- well. They yep. definitely exploited the uh, New Orleans run defense. Okay, so we so we're talking about that first game. Let's talk about the second game for a quick instance. New England has a twenty-one to three halftime lead. It's over, right or wrong? Oh, over. It's over. They have to come back. The Colts have to come back, and everybody knows that if any team in the NFL is going to do it, it's the Colts. So, that being said, it's never been done before. No. Nope. And it's never been done to a Bill Belichick team, and Bill Belichick's teams are the ones that always come back in the fourth. They're the ones that do it. It was mind-boggling from start to finish from the start of that second half. I threw up. Vomited. Physically got ill. And that's that's not good, E-Money. It's not good that you physically got ill. However, if you did put money the on it. The 10 hours of boozing and I didn't you, have anything to I do with it. I know you didn't did put money on it. But if you took New England, getting three and a half, and you watched that game, you have every right to throw up. To just be miserable. Losing by half a point with one minute left. Half a point with one minute left. Marvin Harrison makes that incredible uh, two-point conversion catch. I mean, nobody makes that catch besides him, probably. It's just it's just awful. I don't even want to talk about that. How about Who wins that Reggie the Wayne Bowl? catch, though? Or not the catch, but that fumble when he was falling down, and there's three guys around him, and he still pulled it out of the air. Crazy. It just it was amazing. I just cannot believe that Third the Colts down came too. down. Who wins the Super Bowl? Colts. Colts. They cover? No. Not with his thumb. You don't think so? You don't think they cover this number, the seven? I don't think they cover with the, uh, the two running backs. That's what I was telling. In our little private talks again, oh, that the gosh. two running backs. Why don't we put a microphone on that so we don't have to do this? Because there's too much cursing going on over there. And it's not us. It's just the people at that bar. That's They're nuts. Right. right on. What bar would this be? Big Heads on Buck Road. Gotcha. And lovely is that lo- what? What's Holland? That? Is that considered Holland? That's Holland, yeah. And what, lovely so, Holland. So what are you saying? So who do you think is going to win the Super Bowl? Who do I think is going to win? Yeah. I think the Colts are going to win, and they're going to cover. All I think right. they're going to smoke go. them. There you go. Who do you think, Ev? Colts. You said Colts, but they're not going to cover. I don't know. We have to really look at his thumb. He's got a thumb issue. He's not. He's not addressing it. And yeah, whole. we still have a, another full week before you can even decide about anything, exactly. cover and all that. Which way the line moves? Mm-hmm. What if it goes up a half? A point. Half a point. That's hey, a lot. Half a point costs you a win this week. But yeah, talking about Philly sports, that. we can easily jump in. What the hell are the Sixers doing winning now? Whoa, double overtime. Guys, I'm really disappointed in the fact that they're going to start winning games right now. Even though it's nice to see them put the effort out. But win the games at home. Lose the ones on the road. You know what? If you, you have you, a built-in excuse. Get blown out on the road. Go home. Go out to dinner. If they want, go to double overtime. Lose. Just say, hey, listen, yeah, we kept the like, game close. We, we did our best and lose. But if you're going to win the double overtime, time games win the ones at home so it was nice that they won the heat game win the crappy games against memphis yeah totally but when you're on the road to cleveland it goes to double overtime maurice put your scrubby <laughs> scrubs in we'll get Derek coleman back off the bench for you i think their scrubby scrubs are actually starting sometimes yeah, exactly you might be right. Um, moving from the Sixers to Chase Utley. It's very nice to see that he signed a deal. Yeah, very nice. The highest guaranteed money the Phillies have ever given out, which is very nice to see. What was it? He 85? deserves it. $85 million. He does deserve it. There's not a team in the league that wouldn't want him to lock him up for years and years and years. He's a heck of a player, and we're Great lucky second to baseman. have him. Yeah, totally. So they got, what, three quarters of uh, the infield signed until 2010, I believe. I love that story. Right on. So, very nice. Also, Flyers. It's the halfway point in the season, Dave. Uh, we already talked about them last week, how bad they are. And we played Taps. It's official. We played it. They're just... And that's 
like I'm just looking at this stuff, and I said last week they had 11 wins. Last year at this time, they had 11 losses. Wow. It's, yeah, it's just That's crazy such right a there. backward season right now. And That's just crazy right there. That's That really makes me makes me think. And you look at the team. And What's it make you think about? How bad they are. Oh, one year, how bad they can go. One year. And, now, didn't they fire Hitchcock too quickly? Um, Look what he's doing in Columbus, though. It's just because he comes down there. He gets to get these kids, not kids, but you know, younger guys get to play on his the way he wants them to play. Once they get used to it, then they say, okay, we're not playing your way anymore. That's the way you hear sports. Not saying that's what happened with the Flyers. But did they really have to get rid of one of the, no, I don't think the they best did. coaches? If, if Hitchcock was coaching this team right now, would they only have 11 wins? Probably not. No, They'd they, definitely be, they would have yeah. turned it around. And he's even said we would have turned it around if we would have given it a chance. I think what, what's a shame is when you look at it last year, okay, Keith Primo left. Not left, but I mean, he retired and Desjardins retired and Kim Janssen retired or left and Michael Hanzus got traded for Kyle Calder. I mean, a lot of these little moves just kind of add up. And then on top of it, they don't go out and they don't get any real big free agents. Right. And everything just kind of put them right in the hole, even though you still have Forsberg and you're like, wow, they look good. They still have a good team. It's just those little things. They just don't add up anymore. You don't have those tangibles that are going to help you win a game. The tangibles now are going to be on the negative side. And it's very disappointing watching these games. So far, they had a 10-game losing streak, a 7-game losing streak. And before, for the 40-year history, they never had over an 8-game. So they're going to have probably two or three of the longest losing streaks this year in their history. That's tough. That is really tough. Yeah, it is. And the trading deadline's coming up in February. But what's looking ahead, though? They don't have, really have a head coach because Stevens isn't going to be their coach next year. Holmgren's not a GM. Like Clark, yeah, Holmgren's not a GM either. Like Clark said, hey, my head hasn't been in the game for a couple yeah, of years. Yeah, we'll double F him with that Well, one. okay, if he's not doing it, who is his assistant GM? That's who's probably doing all the moves then, and that's Holmgren. And Holmgren... Couldn't say, hey, these are the guys who taken all that. So that's why I believe Holmgren's not the man to do it because he already had enough time to try to do it when Clark's not putting the time, the effort, anything into it. Holmgren could have just said, hey, Clarky, here, here are the players we need to get. Gotcha. And it's crazy because the passion of the fans is so stellar. I don't even understand why there's so much trouble with it. That opens up the excellent segue to the Pearface Post of the Week. And this Pearface Post of the Week is not only something from the forums, but it's dedicated to fans. And it's not from Flyers fan. It's not from a fan we enjoy talking about. It's from Let's Go Mets. And he posts in the Flyers forum on Philly Sportscast, the NHL players, say the Flyers fans, are the best in the business. Yep. ESPN polled 140 or so NHLers on a few topics, one being the most intimidating fans. 24% of them said Philadelphia had the most intimidating fans. The Rangers got 2%. Ooh. So Flyers fans are tops in something, and that's from Let's Go Mets. And he ends his post with this. By the way, is this really the first Flyers? post since november probably was it, it definitely is it's because there's nothing who wants to bash on them right true. you can bash on them in the forums but it's not as fun as if they were winning or if they were something that we could talk about it's just bad there's nothing things. to talk they have about. 11 wins you're right they have 11 wins at the all-star break it's it's gonna be a hell it's gonna be an awful second half of the season and there probably won't be any more posts in the flyers forum on no, the next forum. thing is going to be uh forsberg being traded something like that yeah, so I just want to give a quick shout-out to Let's Go Mets. Thanks for put, posting in the Flyers forum for this week's Pearface Post of the Week. The 
Onto that, yeah. They didn't. It wasn't just a uh, interviewed like 120 players. It was all the players and whoever wanted to give it back gave it in. And you weren't allowed to vote on your own city or your own players. So I mean, that's saying something because Detroit is known as Hockey Town USA and Philadelphia. Well, let's read about what it says from on ESPN. Question number six to the players: Which team has the most intimidating fans? Top vote getter: The Philadelphia Flyers, twenty-four percent. Everyone thinks their city has the best fans, but NHL players on average find Philly to be the most intimidating. From the Broad Street Bullies to the Legion of Doom, Flyers fans are knowledgeable, passionate, and vocal. Remember, Philly fans even booed Santa Claus. You know, they I'm always so sick have, of hearing that. They always have to sneak they that have in. To throw that in there every it's time. Terrible. But there's we're ahead of things teams. to even talk about, and that's great. They're, they don't even know half the things. I know. They don't have to. It seems like they have Dirty to. Write, waters. They have to write about Santa Claus and all these things. Every time there's like something about the fans, they have to write the fact that we threw a snowball at this drunk clown and halftime of the Eagles game. But other mentions, honorable mentions, but we were ahead of the Montreal Canadiens, Calgary Flames, the Edmonton Oilers, San Jose Sharks, Toronto Maple Leafs, Minnesota Wild, and Detroit Red Wings. So it's interesting that we're Canadian teams who are the bread and butter of the NHL right now. Flyers fans are definitely the most intimidating. So it's it's nice. Well, a little yeah. recognition from the boys what's nice is the original six you have boston montreal new york toronto detroit we're there boston's not even mentioned right new york is here for two percent toronto is coming in at six percent and what about chi town that was a chicago's not right so these are the original six do you think a lot of it has to do with the players with their minds like of the history of that they know that Broad Street Bullies in, you know all that going into it it's like this whole persona is 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 beyond everybody it's like this whole spirit above everybody that they're just intense and that's all they think who's most intense Philadelphia Flyers every time no doubt just because of of history that's what it is I definitely think that's what it is sure as, hell, so? sure as hell ain't now because everybody's got to be a finesse player you can't hit nobody anymore right. back no. in the day or I'm say back in the day when they still played in the spectrum they play uh, Kate Smith singing and that would bring back all the the memories of the Broad Street right. Bullies and people would be like uh oh it's time to go yeah so we got no pick of the week we yep. had two picks last week and they went Kaboomy. thanks to an incredible comeback by the Indianapolis Colts which was again I'm dumbfounded by so amazing comeback but do we go to parting shots? What do we give our listeners for this one? What do we give them? You want to give any suggestions? No. What do we do? We uh, we sign off. We're not talking about the Donovan McNabb thing, Andy Reid thing, because it's all a bunch of BS. That's not. Yeah, half it's not even true. No. Oh, we're not talking about it, but let's we'll talk, talk about, about it. it. So this clown from Pro Football Talk says that Donovan McNabb, and I'm no, I'm just giving people some background, is unhappy with the Eagles training staff. But do you know what else he wrote today? Boogers taste good. No. Oh. He actually wrote a bit that Terry Bradshaw died today. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow, this guy's a good journalist. Isn't he? Isn't he? He's a fact checker, isn't he? Yes. So that's how far you can throw pro football talk out the window. I mean, we can, Philly Sportscast has many opportunities to write little things like that. Don't we, fellas? Oh, <laughs> it's, not, it's not us who. But. We not now when. If we choose not to, because we're not a-holes. We try not to be a-holes, and right. we're trying not to be a-holes. This Maybe guy... should start. It's a straight-up a-hole. And it's a shame. Sorry about, you know, Terry Bradshaw. I, I pass my condolences <laughs> yeah. on to the family. That's a shame. I hope right, so how the, the Steelers fans that? are okay out there. 
How can he write that? I don't know. Is it the onion? The you're room, not on the onion. Terry Bradshaw's hometown is buzzing with talk of a heart attack. All right, well, the, he better not have one next week, Bob. This guy's, this guy's <laughs> hey, insane. Because this ain't going to work out. This though. guy's insane. He's not worth it. It's absolutely not worth it. Right. It's a shame. That's what happens. You know what? Well, you what want someone you don't talk to the media for that long. And I'm glad he didn't because, you know, you don't want to take any, anything away from Garcia and what he was doing. That's that's the that's the right move. He now, made the right move. We're, but now he can come out now. Let's move to the... Parting shots, e-money. Fuck the Patriots. Yikes. Wow. Anyone particularly on that team besides the entire defense? That's it, bub. Dave? Two weeks ago, we said if uh, T.O. stayed, Parcells is gone. Parcells is gone. T.O.'s staying. So, and T.O. even gave him a parting shot. Ah, he ruined the team. Weren't coached as good as we should have been. Guy's all class, isn't he? Way to go. He good luck down there. all class. Yeah, good luck. I want to give, I want to extend to what Dave is saying to straight up to his five Super Bowl rings and his family. You got Jason Garrett coming in. You got T.O. already embedded. Beautiful. You got Norv Turner, the most losing coach in the history of the NFL and I don't even have to do my stats on that. No, you don't. Because he couldn't survive the Raiders. He couldn't survive the Redskins. Now he's moving on to the boys. He could be your next head coach. You know why? Because Jerry Jones thinks he knows more than everybody else and he knows more than Bill Parcells and Bill Parcells just told him to go prove it. So let's see where the Dallas Cowboys are going to be next year. Well, it's funny because Jerry Jones said Town we have here, I could pick 500 guys and they'd win. He really said that? Yeah, well, that was back when coaches. Yeah, when he had Jimmy Johnson, he said I can pick 500 different men to win. Right. It. So Barry Switzer came in. And he was the only one to win it with he Jimmy won- Johnson's guys. Yeah, he won a Super Bowl, but after Since Jimmy Johnson's then. guys rolled. Right. So good luck with Tony Romo as your quarterback. Tony, North Tony, Turner Tony as your head coach. North Turner as your mouthpiece, puppet style. Jason Garrett as the guy who's sucking up to Jerry Jones and Jerry Jones. Okay. So that's all we have. Dude, at least we got I'll- nothing, dude. We got nothing. Good night. Woohoo.